0: welcome to a special edition episode of sean's sports show today we are coming at you live from the usual los angeles california this episode is very special i'm going to be interviewing um mark the rhino smith he's a former bodybuilder and he's currently he's currently acting Uh, check out his newest role the movie came out this year it's called the hurricane heist uh he's also been in zootopia creed the newest rocky movie so um Check it out. I'm going to be asking him questions about um, questions about boxing, as well as his own personal career that includes bodybuilding and acting, as I already mentioned. So I'm we're gonna. I'm calling him as we speak, and um, yeah, it's, uh, hope hopefully it'll be a good interview. Hey, Mark, how are you? Hello, hello. So I'm going to ask you questions about boxing and then about your own uh, career, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, of
0: course. My okay, so the first thing I want to ask you about is Anthony Joshua's last fight. How, how, did you see that fight?
1: Yeah, it was amazing, man.
0: How did you think he did? Did you, li- did you like his his new style in that fight?
1: Um, I think he done what he had to do before that fight, and he, and he boxed. So it was a boxer versus a fighter, and um, yeah, he didn't get going That was his mission.
0: And uh, he just showed boxing skills, man. Yeah, I,
1: I agree about with winning you. At the
0: end of the day, man. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the win, no matter how you get it. Yeah, so, he, you know, he,
1: he, he, did it did look a bit boring to, to the public eye. I imagine so, but, you know, he, 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 he boxed, it's just not what he had to
0: do, man. Yeah. So boxing skills. Okay, so let me ask you this, who do you think wins between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder because that's what everyone wants to see. Wow, that's a great fight, man, and everyone
1: wants to see that, I want to
0: see that. Um, Deontay Wilder is a, is a huge right hand, not going to lie, but I think Joshua is
1: a better boxer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so as long as he doesn't
0: and he boxes him. Uh, I'll go So do you do you say Joshua by knockout or stoppage or by decision? Uh, I'll go four. I think be decision. Alright. So what about um what about Tony Bellew? He's he's fighting in a rematch against David Hay. Do you think Belly's gonna win yeah, again? I
1: And first time I met him, and we hung out quite a lot. He was a great guy, trained trained together. Um, Very fit, strong guy. He might not visually look fit and strong, but he is very fit and strong. And um, very good boxer. David Hayes, an incredible boxer as well, very quick. It might go the same way again, value on points
0: or late stoppage. Okay. Um, only because it was going that way before David hurt his Achilles. Yeah, yeah, he injured he it a pretty badly. He
1: was a warrior for carrying on and hurting his Achilles and carrying on in the fight. Most of them would have just thrown in the towel but kept going. It lived in as well.
0: Yeah. So what about um, your buddy James DeGale, he fought recently. Did you like his performance? Yeah, James is a great guy.
1: And I'd like him to not show up, show up as much. He's exceptionally quick, so he can get away with it. Um, and you know, he missed a lot of punches. He made, he made his opponent miss a lot of punches. But I just, uh, I, I don't know. I'd like him to make his offense a bit more impactful in terms of like a bit more, bit more work rate. Maybe easy for me to think because you know, he's a. He's a pro and he's an amazing boxer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just not to leave it
0: so close. Yeah, yeah, it was you a pretty know, close it was a fight. Close fight, man. Yeah. So, what about. i so glad he won. Yeah, so yeah. It was a close fight. It was a great fight, too. So, what do you think about Canelo's whole situation with, with you know, supposedly. T- well, from, yeah, from what I know about Canelo's situation, he got done with Bled right? Yeah, player. yeah tested in Mexico. And it was he, he probably didn't think he was going to get
1: tested in Mexico. Um, obviously he was set to fight Triple G, Cinco de Mayo. It was all set. Huge, huge money fight. The rematch, the big build up. Um, it's, it's a huge shame for all boxing fans. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're going to get caught, then I, th- I think the ban or the drug testing then should be a bit more... Stringent, and um, it should be longer. I mean, if if other boxers are not taking anything, and then someone is taking something, and they yeah. get caught, then it's not fair, is it?
0: Of course not. So, do you th- do you think it happens
1: in all sports, isn't it? Tennis, all of them. Of course.
0: So he blames, um, you know, the the levels of clenbuterol in his system on contaminated con- contaminated beef. Um, do you think that's true, or do you think he purposely <laughs> yeah. do you think he purposely took yeah. it?
1: I never
0: heard of that one before. Yeah, that was his main excuse.
1: Yeah, I'm no, not buying that.
0: Yeah, so.
1: I like him I think he is a great boxer, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree, yeah. but it's a shame if he was cheating.
1: Such a shame, man.
0: So do you think he was. For, a, for, for us as boxing fans, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, so he was suspended six months by the Nevada State. I thought do you think six yep. months was uh, too short or too long or, or was it good? What do you think?
1: Six months then they should get up and more stronger stronger rules in the terms of the six time because it wears it
0: again on a month. Yeah, if anything he can fight Triple G in September. Again. Yeah. I mean, the fans would love that. Yeah, do you think there's a chance that um, Canelo was working with these guys and they purposely suspended him to for him to not fight Triple G for a few more months to wait until he gets a little older? Do you think that's possible? Because some people are yeah, think, yeah, yeah, are yeah. saying that. Yeah. I
1: mean, Triple G's much and He's older
0: than Canelo, man. No, Triple G's a lot older.
1: Triple G's a lot older. Yeah, and, but Canelo's in his prime.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. so, and what about, um, what is your favorite boxer, man? Let me ask you a question. My favorite boxer? What's current. Current? Now. Um, yeah. I would say, um, man, that's hard. it's hard. I, I would anyway. probably say, I would say probably Triple G. Or I like Lomachenko okay, too, yeah. you know Lomachenko? Well, that's
1: going to be a huge fight.
0: Boy, Lomachenko's fighting soon, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's fighting Jorge Linares.
1: Yeah. When when are they fighting?
0: May twelfth. Huge.
1: All right. So that's two weeks from this Saturday, right? I think so. Yeah.
0: So fight. what? What about you? Who's your favorite current boxer?
1: Uh, well, uh, probably, probably Joshua.
0: Yeah, I can't blame you.
1: Yeah, as a gentleman and as a, he works hard. He's not. Ego—he's not like he could, you
0: know—he's—he's
1: he's a great guy, man. Yeah. I know him. He, yeah, he's a lovely guy.
0: What about what about all time? Like hard work, ethic, man. Through history, who do you, Who's your favorite? I, mean, I
1: love Muhammad Ali for what he stood for at that moment in time. Yeah. Um, um I love Tyson's ferociousness.
0: Tyson was crazy.
1: When he was in his prime, I love Floyd Mayweather's slickness. Yeah, I mean, it's very, He's very hard to hit, man. He makes it look easy, it's but
0: impossible he needs
1: to, to him. slip those punches, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I love the whole Hagler, Hearns, and Duran. Those, yeah, those guys were
0: crazy. Those crazy guys were something era, else.
1: Man. And then from England, they like the Nigel Ben, Eubanks, and Steve Collins era. There's just so many.
0: If you had to pick one.
1: One boxer. Wow.
0: Muhammad Ali. Okay, so okay, let me ask you this: What if you, what if you got five to pick all the time? So you picked Ali. So what about four others that that would be in your top five? Um, Jack Johnson. Okay.
1: Um, Muhammad Ali. Mhm. Floyd Mayweather. Um, Mike Tyson. And fifth one. Mm-mm. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll go Anthony Joshua. I like
1: him. I go Cullen. Anthony Joshua? Yeah. Okay. I'll go someone from the Covenant. I'm and... So I now Johnson, so Yeah
0: that that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was the first black
0: heavyweight man champion. Yeah, yeah, I know. Boxing out in the open like 30 rounds, they supposed to they drop. I know. Actually, the guy that that um I used to train with this guy uh who he was the he's the last person ever to fight 15 rounds.
1: No way, amazing.
0: Yeah. Incredible.
1: So incredible. Wow.
0: So now let me, you you mentioned Mayweather, so let me ask you, what was your your opinion about the whole Mayweather-McGregor thing that happened in August? Like, were you a fan of it, or did you think it was not, it didn't belong in boxing? Say uh, that question again. So you mentioned Floyd Mayweather, so obviously he fought Conor McGregor last August. Were you were you a fan of that whole build-up in the fight itself, or you you didn't really oh, dig I, it? I
1: thought it was fun. Exactly, you know, it, it it, it was a show, wasn't it? it? It was fun. They both made tremendous amount of money, man. Smashed the the pay per view record, I, I imagine. I'm sure. Yeah. The second place was Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather, but I'm sure.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if that was still the first or whether Conor McGregor and Mayweather beat that, but they they both earned more. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's great that they done the crossover, but was. Was it ever possible for Steve um, for Conor McGregor to beat him? No, n- n- not at all. I don't
0: think so. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody MMA, really expected him. It,
1: it smashed Mayweather, yeah, but um, not in boxing, man. Yeah, no way. I've been boxing it's since he too... was knee high to a grasshopper. I really but... don't.
0: I, I really don't understand why people compare boxing, boxing and MMA when they're two completely different sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I always say. So, uh, I always say it's it's like saying who would win between Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps just because they're both going to a finish line, but one's in in the water and when one's running. But you're 100 percent right. Yeah, this
1: could is Mayweather gonna do the MMA against Colin McGregor? I, I would tell him not to do it. I'd say leave it, man.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be in his in his best interest to do that. I mean, oh, un, unless boy. he needs the money.
1: And um. He would. Um, he, he, he could tarnish his record. He's fifty and zero.
0: Yeah, but that wouldn't count.
1: Year, I know, with forty nine and zero, I would just leave it now. Fifty and zero looks beautiful, man. Just leave it now.
0: But that wouldn't count if he would fight Connor in in MMA. That wouldn't count to his fifty and zero record.
1: Oh, that's right. So yeah, it'd go, go fifty and one, or fifty and a loss of. Oh, sorry, fifty one or fifty and a loss of one. So
0: yeah, I'll just leave it now, man. But but what I'm saying is, if any if they were to fight in UFC or MMA, it would his record well, would just be zero and one in MMA. It wouldn't be. It has nothing to do with his boxing record, you know. True. True. So, but yeah. still, I, I still don't think he should do it. It just doesn't make sense to, for him. You know, there's
1: one boxer who I like, and I totally forgot. It's
0: just come back to me, Joe Lewis. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Joe Lewis is great, man. What about Lennox hey, Lewis?
1: Who?
0: What about Lennox Lewis? I know
1: mean, Lennox Lewis. Big guy, man. I played basketball against Leonard. Really? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Wembley Arena in London. Um, Great guy, amazing boxer. I mean, that stiff jab in your face—you can't get out of that jab. It's gonna wear you down, which is what kind of happened to Mike Tyson. But
0: yeah, but I mean, Tyson wasn't at his prime then. Yeah, Tyson was out of his prime. He was also on drugs at the time, so
1: time big time he said that he's partying and drugs and women or like literally a week before so yeah you can't do
0: that man not at that level I don't think he he really didn't understand you know that he can't he probably just didn't care that you know yeah I think he just didn't care at a certain point I think you know I read I read his autobiography and he kind of like he didn't say it directly but he kind of like uh suggested that after his his trainer Di Amato passed away he was really lost, and yeah. he, he didn't really care about boxing or anything. He was just he was just doing it for the money to, to keep living that lifestyle, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Carson had him in um, good stead, man. Kept him on a straight and narrow. Kept him training hard, focused, in shape. Yeah, you're right. Big shame.
0: So do, do, you, think, do you think Floyd is going to fight again, whether it's boxing or MMA? Like, in general? Um...
1: And say yes because boxers or anyone competitive, they just they, they miss it, man. So he's, he's going to start getting itchy. He's probably starting to get itchy now in terms of like that competitive streak that he has, and you know he wants to get back out of there and he just love that feeling of when you're getting shape and you prepare for something. Should he? Should he fight again? Definitely not. I. His close to people around him should say, listen, Floyd, leave it, man. You're 50 and 0. Yeah, it, you, that's the world record. That beautiful, man. Why? Why would you risk it? You've made enough money. More, you're the highest paid sportsman three years in a row, more than any other sportsman in the whole world.
0: Yeah. It, you know, hopefully he's invested that and
1: bought loads of property, and that should keep him for the rest of his life living comfortable.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, I hope so, man. One, one boxer that I forgot to mention was I really like Julio Cesar Chavez Senior.
1: Oh, amazing, amazing
0: boxer. Everybody, no, yeah. no, no disrespect to Floyd, but everybody talks about how how Floyd's accomplishment is amazing, and and, and you know it is fifty and zero is crazy. But yeah. at one point, Julio Cesar Chavez was at seventy five and zero, so you know. Wow,
1: that's incredible, isn't
0: it? Yeah, he ended up losing a few times, but he had over a hundred fights. Wow,
1: that's so many fights. You're right. Them boys used to fight so much back then, man.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because the, the, the fights were longer, like they went 15, 20 rounds, and they fought more often.
1: Yep. Yeah, now champions are fighting, what, maybe twice a year?
0: Maybe, yeah. Three times at most.
1: Three, three times at most, that's right. Incredible. Wow. But now it's a, it's a business, isn't it? It's more about money, man. It's yeah. It makes sense. They, they love that. And I, and I get it. They, they say if it doesn't make sense, why are they going to fight? Why are they going to fight
0: that person. Exactly. I mean they they're in it for themselves. When back
1: in the day people would just fight anyone. Mm-hmm. Mandatory challenges or whatever, they just fight
0: anyone. You know oh I mean? yeah. Oh. Also, one one thing that I I think there should be only I think there should be three categories at most, you know, it's like the sanctioning bodies, there's too many like major belts, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. So
1: what, what is that four or five?
0: Four? I think there's five.
1: Five, you're right. Has too many, man. Yeah. So Anthony Joshua has four.
0: Is that right? Yeah, and D- Wilder has the last one. He has the last
1: one. But the thing wow. is,
0: wow. the thing is, uh, Joshua's mandatory for one of the belts. Is this this Russian guy, uh, Pavetkin. Have you heard of him?
1: Yeah, 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 strong.
0: Yeah, that's his mandatory now. So I I don't know if that if Wilder and Joshua can fight right away, but hopefully they can. Wow, and now
1: they're saying. That, the fight doesn't have to be in Vegas. It should be in England. That's because, what Joshua wants, yeah, and I, yeah, because he's the money man out of the two.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's true. I that. I read an article that Joshua's promoter Eddie Hearn said that Wilder only really kind of brings the money, like for the pay per views in the U.S. Joshua basically yeah. con- controls all of Europe, not just England.
1: Wow, incredible! It'd yeah, be a big money fight. I, I had a debate whether. Anthony Joshua could overtake Floyd Mayweather in pay per view.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. I, um, you know, I
1: wouldn't be surprised. I think it's going to be hard.
0: Yeah, but he's young. He still has time really to young. do it. He still has time.
1: And that flamboyant lifestyle that F- Floyd portrays on twenty four seven and all that just gets so many millions of people, you know, jumping on the bandwagon and wanting to watch the preparation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fights. But so I don't know, man. did you hear that, um, Dana White? um, he's he's in he's in ufc he offered he he reportedly no no one knows if it's true or not but he reportedly offered joshua 500 million for a few fights in the ufc
1: <laughs> wow
0: did you hear wow. about that
1: I, I didn't hear that i didn't hear that it's always news to me i don't i don't think joshua would do that he's too he's
0: too invested in boxing he, he won't cross over
1: to mma yeah i don't but think so I'm either yeah in terms of if he gets that belt of Deontay wild he's unified, he's <laughs> champion of the world.
0: Yeah. So now I'm gonna ask yeah, you some. He'll do that. I'm gonna ask you some um, questions about yourself now, about your career and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So how did you how did you first get into bodybuilding?
1: Uh, I used to be into bodybuilding and breakdown team and I was like 14, 15, 13. and sixteen. We used to go to this like youth club and practice. And you know, hip hop music was huge back then. Um, Curtis Blow, LL Cool J, Run DMC, all that sort of stuff, fat boys, Um, and then there's a weight room there, and me and a few friends saw some guys like, doing bench press and deadlifts in there. We thought, wow, that's cool, man. And we went in there, and they, they told us to come in and train.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I just got hooked, and, um, started training like five times a week. I went in for an under eighteen show when I was 17. A guy put me on a diet of, like, tuna and broccoli and oatmeal and water. And uh, um, I won that show, and then that qualified me for the British Championships.
0: Wow, that's so, awesome. And
1: I won that. Then I won the London Juniors under-21s. Then I won the London... Sorry, then I won the British Heavyweights under-21s.
0: So how did they, I how do they the like... British
1: Juniors under 21s Then I won the London Men's Heavyweights... So I've done about, I've had about nine shows, twelve shows.
0: So how do, do they determine? Are? How do they determine who wins these these competitions in bodybuilding?
1: Well, usually it's the five esses, you know, like the size, the symmetry, the separations, the striations. Um, you know how cut you are. They, they they take take uh, certain things into consideration. Okay. How hard your muscles are, how hard you look, how hard you've dieted to acquire that look. So when you were like. like, They call it it when you're shredded.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when you were like really serious about it and like, you know, in competitions and all all that stuff, how many hours did you usually spend in the gym and working out a day usually? I uh,
1: I used to do, uh, I'd say, two hours, two and a half hours, but an hour of that was my cardio in the morning before my breakfast. Okay. And that would, that would burn body fat. And then I'd go to the gym mid-morning and do the weights heavy. All
0: right. Now, how many calories did you usually have daily when you were training? Oh, off-season, when well, I'm not going for
1: a show, I didn't count my calories. If, if, it, ate, if it moves, I ate it. I, just, I ate so much food, man. <laughs> so much food. Um, Probably consisting of... Chicken breast a week, um, about 100 to 140 egg whites a week. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, serious amounts of food. You know, like six to eight ounces of rice
0: yeah, twice damn. a
1: day. Just mountains of food off season. And then when you diet, then you, you cut back on all your sugars and your fats and start eating clean. Mm-hmm. Just
0: to get really lean. So, how long did it take you? Like, when you decided to stop bodybuilding, how long did it take you to get to like an like the physique of an of like an average kind of person? Uh,
1: well, after I stopped bodybuilding, kind of come, competing in ninety four, then I joined a TV show called Gladiators in ninety five, which started off in the US. Um, Gladiators is a TV show about combat. You know, when a, a normal yeah yeah person, the public guy, goes against these elite force. I was one of the gladiators. Rhino was my nickname, which I acquired through bodybuilding. And then um, I slowly started coming down then. So I changed my training. So I've done more like running, boxing, and, and like fitness training. And I didn't eat as much food, still enough to maintain a, a certain amount of muscle. But then slowly I came down, I got fitter and fitter. Um, so then after that five years, like, you know, I had four boxing fights. Luckily there were KOs and after that, I've done four full marathons. Wow. Um, three LA, one London. I've probably done about, I don't know, 15 half marathons. and I don't know how many 10Ks I've done. And then, what did I do after that? And you know, now, I, obviously, you know my son, and I just took up tennis as a hobby just to keep fit. I, I, I like that just because it's fun, it's outside, mm-hmm. and um,
0: yeah.
1: it's just good for fitness. I, I think it works hand-in-hand with boxing. I agree, yeah, this, definitely. So, I, you can't just, you can't just swing your racket, hit the ball and stand. Yeah, I, like boxing, you can't punch and stand, you have
0: to keep moving. And move. Of course.
1: You know, and you have to swing your racket, hit the tennis ball and move, you can't just stand there.
0: And also, you can't just, you can't just slap your opponent and, and you can't just slap the tennis ball, you have to position yourself and put, put your weight into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That. So, it's,
1: you know, it's technical, I like it though, man. It's good fun.
0: So then how did you get into acting after this?
1: Oh, so then after Gladiators, I had done a few T V shows in England, which you might not have heard of, but things like EastEnders and Synchronicity, Trino Retribution, i have done Robin Hood. Then the biggest film I done at that time was Batman Begins. Oh wow. With Christopher Nolan and Liam Neeson and uh Christian Bale. Wow, nice. And um yeah, then I moved to the U.S. with my wife and my son Brody when he was four in 2008 and came here to work and been here ever since.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then obviously our, our youngest son was born here. He's seven years old now. Yeah. And uh, we still go back to London every year. I was there twice this year working on a film called Angel Has Fallen with Gerard Butler and Morgan um, Freeman. Awesome. And Yeah, man.
0: So when you first started, when you first started acting, did you think that you would be as successful as you, as you have been, or you did, did did you have expectations? No, no, when
1: when I first started working, I was just thinking of one project at a time and, and every time I do, if I'm lucky enough to even get an audition and book the job, I do it and then I'm on to the next one. So I've kind of been like that all my life, so
0: yeah,
1: even in competition. Once it's over, then I'm
0: thinking about how to improve for the next
1: one. Okay, so what was I don't your favorite? It's good or bad, but I just I'm always thinking of how I can improve, or or get more work, or
0: yeah. You know? So what was your favorite role so far that you that you've been in, like, in a movie wow. or in a TV show? I
1: mean, a surprise and fun and honor was to was to play the actual Rhino character in Zootopia. Yeah,
0: I had a feeling that Walt you would mention Disney. that. Yeah, that's a billion-dollar movie, and Rhino from London, Yeah. I acquired through bodybuilding and gladiators, then I'd play that Rhino voice for Walt Disney. I mean, you, you never would have thought that. I never would have thought that when I was growing up. Yeah, that's so pretty that, awesome. That was an honor. Um, Favorite role?
1: The last ship for TNT was a lot of fun. We uh, was a group of England mercenaries um, seeking seeking the epidemic, the cure for the epidemic that was affecting the whole world. Um, what else did I like? Uh, Day of the Dead, I uh, just finished. That was great fun. We um, I get to shoot loads of zombies and, and beat up loads of zombies.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't get bitten, a lot of my fellow army soldiers got bitten or died, you know, and if you get bitten, then you, you have to shoot your fellow comrade. So a few of my people got bitten, and I had to shoot them and kill them.
0: Yeah.
1: Luckily, I didn't get bitten, man.
0: Yeah. So that was fun. So what what was like the, has there been like a movie or a TV show that you've been a part of that you didn't really expect it to be like, you know, that successful that it, it became like this very successful thing that people were talking about? Was there something like that?
1: Yeah, that I suppose the most the biggest one for me and the game changer for me was Gladiators. Okay. I was just a humble kid from humble beginnings and all of a sudden I'm on like the biggest T V show in England. Yeah uh, on a Saturday night and that's
0: how I became a household man in England. Okay. So yeah, if I'd single out one show,
1: it was that one. That was a game changer for me.
0: So, what was your uh, what was your favorite? Who was your favorite actor to work with that you've like in a movie?
1: Uh, getting directed by Idris Elba on Yardie, whilst we filmed in Jamaica last year, that was a lot of fun, and he's a great actor as well, and uh, great friend. Um, yeah, I got a lot of time for Idris Elba. Amazing actor. And very inspiring Rob Cohen on Hurricane Heist great director mm-hmm. in terms of actors working with him I thought Liam Neeson on Batman Begins great guy very friendly uh, Gerard Butler
0: yeah
1: on Angela's Fallen um, Sonny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean great guy uh, yeah man they're the ones that kind of stand out
0: okay so last question I have for you today so, um, in terms of, like, roles in movies, if you had, if you would be able to be in any movie and have any, and be able to be any character, what would it be?
1: If I could play any role, any character, in any movie, it'd probably be, yeah, Black Pencil would be amazing, man. What? Yeah. Or, or Liam Neeson, the role he done in Taken. Okay. I like that sort of roles, you know, it's like revenge, retribution, when you're fighting for your family, um, payback, that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, Black Panther would be, a, be amazing. Of course, yeah. Part of that. That'd just be Titanic for um, all time record. Box yeah. office takings. Of course. So yeah, it's like up there, man. All right, well, Creed was also.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I saw that so you were a part, part be, of Creed. Yeah,
1: just to be a part. You know, I grew up on all the Rocky films, man. Big, that's big uh, that's awesome. That that's so cool. To, to hang with Sylvester so was, Stallone was huge.
0: Did anybody? Um, are you gonna have a role in the in the next Creed movie, or, or was it a one time thing? No,
1: it's, it's it's about Apollo's son, Michael B. Jordan, Adonis, yeah. and he's gonna be against Dolph Lundgren's son.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiago.
1: so. Tony Belli's not
0: in that, so no need for me because I'm in Tony Belly's corner. Oh, okay, I got you. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much for doing the oh, interview. Oh,
1: pleasure, man. Keep
0: up the good work. Thank you. And we'll
1: see you out for 10 soon, man.
0: All right, for sure. Keep
1: doing what you're doing, Sean. Much love, man.
0: Right back at you. Respect, brother. Thank you. Bye, bro. So there you have it, that was Mark Rhino Smith telling his story about how he was a successful bodybuilder and arguably, maybe or maybe not, even a more successful actor. So check out some of his movies, check out Creed, the, the newest Rocky movie with him in Tony Bellew's corner, uh, his newest movie Hurricane Heist that he's mentioned as well, uh, so, or Zootopia where he voiced the rhino as he said. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Um, I appreciate all the support. All of the other episodes are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. And um, yeah, thank thank you. Thank you, Mark, for the interview. And um, the the regularly scheduled episode of Sean's Sports Show, episode number 45, will be released at around 11.30 p.m. Pacific time, Friday, today. So check that out, too. So thank you, guys. I appreciate the support. We out.